listening to the Chicago Green Wedding Alliance podcast. I am your host, Neil Dixon-Smith. Thank you for joining us. The Green Wedding Alliance is a collaborative network of professional event vendors committed to environmental and social responsibility. Our mission is to inform and promote sustainable business practices within the event planning vendor community as well as for the general public that may seek our services. You can learn more about the Green about the Chicago Green Wedding Alliance at greenweddingalliance.com. Today's show is a Green Wedding Alliance podcast first as we have not just one but two guests and even at the same time, uh, this posed a bit of a technical challenge, so I hope it's all going to sound okay. And speaking of challenges, one of the toughest parts, I think, of being an entrepreneur is finding those mythical other people to join the cause. Maybe at first someone on just an assistant type level to start, but ultimately, if you want business to grow, you need to find people who can work at your level. I'm talking about partners, true teammates, everyone with skin in the game. And these need to be not only people who we think can do good work, but whose talents complement, not compete with our own, as well as, of course, people we can trust and hopefully even enjoy their company. A time-honored solution to this is turning to one's siblings the family business, and today we welcome a partnership of sisters who about three years ago teamed up to start a wedding planning service called Les Sorelli, right, Les Sorelli, which I understand literally means the sisters in Italian. And today I'd like to welcome to the microphones Nicole Robertson and her sister Rachel Haberer of Le Sorelli Boutique Wedding Design and Planning. Ladies, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having us. This is I'm so happy to have you all here and talk about Le Sorelli events. Uh, just as a quick thumbnail, uh, uh, you all do everything from like counseling on DIY weddings to full service soup to nuts planning. Uh, they wish to remind you that. No budget is too small, and uh, for any size, what we'll talk about the size weddings that they specialize in. Um, Lace Rally events also, you know, you can contact them and to get a complimentary two-hour planning session to help you get started is a great way to uh, to to meet them and find out about what they can do. And they focus on local uh, uh, Chicago companies and vendors, and of course, as members of the Chicago Green Wedding Alliance, they can help plan your green wedding as well. You can learn more about Lace Sorelli Events at lacesoreliaevents.com, and that's L-E and then S-O-R-E-L-L-E events.com, so one R and two L's. And Leah Sorelli, I had to do that. Every in all my notes, there's always two R's. Anyways, we're going to be talking in depth about Leah Sorelli, your planning process, the different packages you offer, 
Uh, but first, I want to talk about uh, just yourselves here as sisters uh, uh, and your family. So, are, are there other siblings that that are not part of the business out the, there? There are. We have a baby brother. So, I'm. This is Rachel. We probably will sound the same. Um, I'm the middle. Nicole's the oldest, and then we have a little brother who is four years younger than me. And does he feel left out? <laughs> I don't think so. No, we, we gave him plenty of uh, plenty of interaction when we were kids. Maybe he didn't always enjoy it, but <laughs> he was always included. Did you have to break the news to him that he wasn't going to be part of the, of the family the family business? <laughs> yeah, you know, he was really broken up about it. <laughs> no, he's very uh, very creative in his own right. He loves cars, to design cars, rebuilds cars, does that with my dad. Um, so that's kind of a passion that they share. Awesome. So you must have. So it sounds like you must have a very close family. Very everyone gets along. Okay. We do. And it was always like that. I mean, you, you, for sisters to be in business together. I mean, were were you in business together when you were? Of course not. Little kids. <laughs> what, <laughs> was the, what was it? What was your? How was your? Uh, what was your relationship? What, were you it always was a normal, a normal girl relationship with sisters. Yes, uh, we fought a lot. Yeah. Um, Many ups and downs. Yeah. I mean, we're only two years apart, so we're very close. Not the same groups, but close in age. And uh, shared clothing, even when some of us didn't want to. And, you know, all that normal ups and downs. My favorite story is, so Nicole's two years older than me. So when she was a senior in high school, I was a sophomore. And Nicole was, I don't even remember how this worked, but you didn't have first period senior right. year. So I would have to go to school, and then Nicole would still be home, and she'd get to go to school after me. Hmm. So then I would see Nicole in the hallways wearing my clothes. So this was a constant battle um, of me arguing with my parents that we needed locks on my door totally. so that Nicole couldn't get in, but that wasn't allowed. So I have always <laughs> been this big saver, so I would I would literally work and just hoard all of my money. And my sister's <laughs> always been a big spender with really good taste. So she would work um... and go buy amazing clothes. So, I mean... You know, I was I was smart. I had a nice big bank account, and I still had a really nice closet. Yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't like a lot of uh, you know. I mean, I guess the sort of the archetype, especially sisters who are just two years apart, is a lot of competition and a lot of you know. You know, we are really similar and really different in lots of aspects. So yes, there's always going to be competition, but I don't really feel like we competed against mm-hmm. each other. I mean, you're always going to have like normal girl stuff we're we're girls so yeah but I don't ever feel like I was worried about her playing soccer or right we we had kind of different interests so that lended itself well like we didn't do a lot of the same things in high school and then even you know once we got into college I think that's when we really became really close because we didn't live together every day yeah um so I was away at school and then Nicole moved to Arizona and I think that's really when we started to get close but then when we both moved here um, later in life, post college, that's when we really started to become really good friends. And you, you had just so you have a younger brother, but did you have like a lot of an, an extended family in the area growing up? So you are this is this is we're talking about an Italian family here. Is this yeah. a, can I? Is this a you're talking about a, a kind of a mythical, stereotypical Italian <laughs> family? Did, was there big gatherings with lots of cousins yes. around? And for every what were, what would be like the big events? over the calendar year that would get everybody together? I mean, when we were really little, we all got together all the time. Um, Every Sunday we got together with all of our first cousins, my dad's brothers and sisters and their children, at my grandma's house for pasta, uh, Mm -hmm. every Sunday. 
And um, when we were small, like five, six, seven, we would go to Dubuque. That's where most of my grandmother's sisters mm-hmm. lived. And actually, two sisters owned two properties that shared a backyard. So we would all go over there for weekends, family reunions. I mean, we spent lots of time together. Uh, as everyone got a little bit older, then, you know, those seemed to be a little bit fewer and far in between. Uh, we're actually planning a yeah. family reunion right now for this year in Chicago. And did your did, did your 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 parents own their own business or what was what was their their profession? What? No, no. Uh, my dad is an engineer, mechanical engineer, okay. and my mom works in office, kind of an admin support type of position. Um, my dad definitely has an entrepreneur spirit, um, but uh, no, we're we're probably the first. Yep. I think they just always gave us the you can do whatever you want, um, you know, speech and supported that. So no matter what we wanted to do, they supported it. And I think that I agree. we're all, we all have very much of an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit, even my brother. Do your parents love the fact that you guys are, are in business together or does that cause even some bizarre stress that you wouldn't have thought of before? Oh, my mom loves it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably love, more likely she gets you in the same room all the time because you're... Yeah, well, we only live like five minutes away from each other here, so we see each other a lot. And yeah. when they come in, which is a lot, because Nicole has two kids, and so my mother comes all the time. Now, was it, <laughs> you have to sort of like keep your mother from being the third partner? Is that? <laughs> I think she would like she it. She probably would. But yeah, she doesn't live in Chicago. Mom, so. don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> So, were, so when you had the family gatherings, were you two like ringleaders or did you, ha- you know, the, or, or not really? Like what did? No, I mean, we were young. We were the younger cousins. Yeah. Um, mm. So I wouldn't say we were ringleaders by any means. I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I always just kind of did what I wanted to do. Um, so I guess sometimes people would follow, but sometimes they wouldn't. And I was okay with that. So I, yeah. I think we all just kind of, um, I don't know that there was really a ringleader. I mean, okay. there were so many of us. Yeah. There's. My my grandma is one of seven, and everyone has a lot of children. And, I mean, there's like you know third, fourth, fifth cousins. Sometimes we meet people today, and we're like, oh, we're related to you. Ah, oh, that's right. Like you know, <laughs> we so many people. I'm wondering if, if, if the seed of the enjoyment of of the planning process of getting people together. I mean, do you think that at, at heart is being involved in wedding planning kind of about you know you're thinking about such great emotions tied to your experience growing up with all these big events and getting the family together and you're just out there trying to reproduce these things for everybody else? Yeah, I mean, I've never thought about it that way, but I do think we both get very invested in the weddings that we do and you leave kind of feeling like you're part of their family at the end of it. Um, So yeah, there's definitely a lot of ties in that way, I think. Yeah, there's so much satisfaction just for the end of the day to see everybody happy, you know, the bride didn't have to worry about anything. Um, I think it might also stem from being married, doing it already, and yeah. know, knowing the process. So yeah. it just it gives yeah, it just gives you so much satisfaction. I mean, one of the things that always stands out to me is one of the first weddings we did. It was like a barn wedding, so it was a ton of just DIY everything. Mm-hmm. And they asked us kind of a little bit late, you know, very close to the wedding. And when we got there, there was just so much to do. And at the end, the mother of the bride came to us and was like, thank you so much. I actually got to enjoy this wedding. There's no way I would have if you weren't here. Um, And she's right. She would have been running around doing so many things. Um, So I think those are kind of the moments, too, that are really important when the bride and groom are happy, but also when you make the family get to enjoy the day because they're usually the ones sacked with doing all this. So how how did this all come about? What is the Lace Torelli origin? Um, well, it was really stemmed from my wedding. Um, mm-hmm. I was in Arizona, 
and I was doing kind of a destination wedding since my husband's family's from Michigan and my family's from Illinois. Um, and uh, we were actually getting married in Sedona, which is not where I lived. I lived in Phoenix. So um, Rachel and I just kind of took on the planning and in different states, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, we did it all. I, we did everything. I, Invitations, flowers, I mean everything. We did everything, you know, and it was a beautiful day. It was a small wedding. It was only 50 people, but it was perfect. We had everything designed the way it should have been. And granted, we did have friends help because there's no way you can implement one on right. your day. Um, but yeah, it just turned out so wonderful and we enjoyed the process so much. We thought, hey, I think we can do this. And the whole concept was kind of like old world Italy too, which yeah. was kind of special. So it was like in a brick courtyard. And so we really incorporated that whole theme into everything. So yes. it was very personal and touched on our heritage as we like to do a lot. <laughs> but Nicole, you were living in Arizona at the time. I was. So you came, so there, there was, are you coming back to Chicago yeah, so I mean, it was just kind of an idea at that point. We we're like, oh, this was really fun. We would like to do this. And then um, about a year later, I guess, um, I we did end up moving to Chicago, my husband and I, and Rachel did too. She was actually in Madison. Yeah. So. And in between, I had had a few friends get married, and I ended up being their day of coordinator uh -huh. while on at their wedding. Um, so it was kind of the combination of those things that we were like, gee, we're really good at this and this is actually really fun. Why don't we just try and do this? Right. And so, And we did. So once we were both in Chicago, we did end up doing it for a few friends, a few mm -hmm. of Rachel's friends. We yeah. basically did it, did it for them. And we, we were just like, hey, wait, everyone's calling us at this point. We're, we're liking what we're doing. Let's do this. Let's make it a reality. And so we did. So how did you get your first wedding who was a total stranger? Through people. So, you know, once we've done one wedding, obviously you have 100 to 200 guests, and they're all yeah. usually in that same age bracket, and just it was through Word people. Yeah. We don't actually do any advertising, um, like, on anything right now. It's something we've talked a little bit about, but it's all been word of mouth or from connecting through a blog, we, which we try and do. Did you try? I mean, I'm just saying, you don't have to... Say the name of any place that you tried to advertise. Did you did you advertise for a while and just find it didn't work, or you just never had? We to? did not. We didn't. We've heard good and bad, and so we figured we would just see how it works organically. We kind of <laughs> thought we were going to do it, kind of the grassroots efforts. You know, uh, we get out there, we meet people, people talk about us. If we do a really good job, we feel like it kind of just gets out there. You work with different vendors at every every wedding you do, so you're meeting everyone new and. Yeah, and I think just like one of the things that we do is once we get to know a couple, we try and recommend other vendors that we think will, right. you know, really fit their personality, what they're trying to do, their budget. Um, and so there's certain vendors that we've worked with so many times that we really enjoy. They do amazing things. So we're always recommending them. And, you know, that kind of comes back both Life ways. Yeah. So what has... So, so was there... I guess you just... You, you kind of entered into a flow and just have kind of kept that flow going as... as has there been some surprises? I mean, now that you can now that you can look back and you have a few years under your belt of doing this, and what you have learned about it, or what you've seen, or what you found you enjoy, or what are challenges that 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 you didn't anticipate or have surprised you? Um, well, we're both very detail oriented people. Uh, we make lists, we're organized, we get things done. So I guess I feel like it's always come very natural for us. It's mm -hmm. just something we do enjoy. Uh, it's brought us really close and it makes us see each other yeah. a lot more so I think all in all for me it's only been positive experiences mm -hmm. and so every time we get another wedding I just get more excited and 
I look forward to the next one we're going to do. Yeah. And I think the things that I enjoy the most outside of just working with my sister is the creative aspects of it. So Mm -hmm. I think some of our favorites are the ones where couples come to us and they have general ideas, but they really need some help making those happen Mm -hmm. Um, and actually figuring out, well, where am I going to put that? What will I put all of those cakes on? Like, (laughs) you know, um, and actually helping them figure that out and even sometimes helping them find some of those things. So going to, you know, like, Flea market. Resale shops and garage sales and finding really cool stuff and that they they also get really excited about. So kind of putting all of those things together um, is really cool to see. So I want to want to get into this the the Lacerelli process and and we'll 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 sort of take the listener through what you know from the beginning to the to the wedding day what it is like to, to work with you all. But is there a a clear division of labor between the two of you? Are the things that are Nicole's things and there's Rachel's things? No. Not really. I mean, some of the more business side, Nicole has more of that brain, like contracts, things like that. That I just that's not my thing. <laughs> um, and she's really good at it. So she often You do the accounting. You get Um so yeah, that's probably the clearest division. Um I could do it if I had to, but Nicole has a special skill for it, that's for sure. <laughs> and when somebody when you start working with somebody do you is there is there like a wedding is kind of more a Nicole wedding and this wedding is kind of a Rachel wedding. And then so there's, so the, the client is only ever talking to one of you or is can the, the client will send an email and either one of you might reply. How yes. does that work? I mean, that is the latter. So a client will send an email, whomever gets it first will respond. Um, usually we prefer to do both the client meetings together. Yeah. If, yeah. if for some reason one of us went on their own, then typically, yeah, that person will kind of be the lead just because you met with the bride and groom already, you know their style and what they're looking for. Um, but when we're in like the day of or we're doing their flowers or whatever, we do everything together. There's yeah. no one boss or something, like, you right. know, n- nothing like that. We work right side by side. We really, I mean, I think in, in everything, it's just divide and conquer, but we do it kind of together. So really whatever we have to do to get it done, no matter whether it's responding to emails or going to find something specific for someone, um, it it really is just kind of whoever, whoever gets there first and then we kind of work together. So would you say that, that you have a, uh, a niche or a specialty as planners? Is there something, you know, that you just happen to get, is, is there, a, you know, tell us, tell us, you know, what, what or, or, or the kind of weddings you hope to be doing? You know, do you do, yeah. are you doing the weddings you hope to be doing? Do you have to, you know, that's always the tough part when you hold that, you know, yeah. I know that some, there's obviously, there, there are people that, that will hire me because they really have an understanding of what I do and they want me to do my thing. And then mm-hmm. there's other people that might hire me because they've gone, they've opened up the sort of the bin of those who do that and yeah. they have what you want. So you always want your clients to be the ones who want you for you, but, right. but, but, you know, we all got to take that work too. So, but what is your, how, so if you have a chance to, if you could only be doing the weddings that you would love to be doing, well, how would you describe your, your niche? Um, well, I think it might be two, two parts. Um, I believe our niche is Chicago-based, local vendors, unique weddings. We're not out of the box. You're not just selecting a package from us. We like to work with different, different venues, different styles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really believe that's our niche. And people come to us often because we're not your average throw-everything-in type of planners. Mm-hmm. If you tell us you only want this, this, and this, then we'll work with you and we'll figure that out. Um, so 
we do do a lot of day of, and I think we prefer to do a little bit of day of and a lot of full service, and we do a, a lot of day of. But at the same time, we're good at day of, and that's why we keep getting people calling us back for day of, mm -hmm. because we are so detail-oriented and organized, and we make sure your flow of your day goes right. And I truly believe that's become our niche, even though we never meant it to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think in general, we really gravitate towards the unique kind of what I call custom, which every wedding's custom in a way, but where people have these very personal touches to it. You know, mm -hmm. there, there's weddings that are absolutely beautiful, but they're not all that personal. They're very on trend, What what's, you know, happening right now. And a lot of what we do is just very personal things. Like one of the weddings we did, they loved Chicago. And so their food was Chicago-based and all their tables were neighborhoods in Chicago. So just kind of this very personal thing because that's where they met and they love Chicago. Right. Um, and so I think those are kinds of the, the, the weddings that we really enjoy being part of. We enjoy being part of them all, but those are kind of special to us because that's kind of how we both did our weddings too, I think. Right. Each of their centerpieces had pictures of them at different places. It's just, just completely different. And so if I'm, you know, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a groom to be and my, my fiance has told me that, that she's thinking about hiring some planners and I'm like, oh, I don't know, uh, really? All right, you know, whatever. And uh, so we were going to schedule a meeting and then we, so we have our meeting with you. Describe to me what's going to happen in this, in our, in our, in our first session with you all. What is, how does the process begin? Sure. Do you want to go? Sure. Um, so, I mean, first we just kind of get to know you. So we usually meet you, your preference, coffee, wine, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and just to get to know you. In your office or some other public place? We usually pick a public place and we try and make it local. So depending on where either the couple lives or where they work, maybe. Um, so then we get a little bit of touch of that local Chicago feel and kind of go on brand right away. But then it also takes you out of that office setting. And I feel like we get to know our clients a little bit better that initial meeting just because of that. We're sitting with a coffee, a glass of wine, whatever you decide. Um, and we're just having a casual conversation and truly getting to know you like friends. Mm -hmm. um, I think getting to know really what your couples are looking for, that's the first step. So how much help are they looking for? What's their budget? But ultimately, what are they trying to get out of having a planner? Is it that they want their day of to go really smooth? Or are they looking for maybe some more overarching style design help? And just where are they in the process? Yep. What are some of your favorite questions to ask people in this this first that, you know, do you have anything that kind of dig that you found that kind of gets into them to reveal something about themselves? I know that especially from, you know, dealing with a, a groom who may be reluctant to talk about <laughs> uh, or may not have a language to, to describe things that uh, will be pleasing okay. to him. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the simplest things to ask is what are, what are kind of the three most important things about that day? Um, so is it that you want to dance? Is it that mm -hmm. you want to have really good food? Um, is it that you want to make sure your ceremony is really intimate? And so sometimes the grooms will have different answers. Maybe they want to dance, whatever. And then the brides will. But I think sometimes that's really where they kind of come together too and say, well, gee, what is the most important part of our wedding? Right. Because I think that's too where budget can help you a little bit. If you really know what are the three most important things then when you're looking at your budget and you're trying to make a decision on, well, should we spend this much on invitations or should we spend this much on a better DJ or whatever it might be, then you can always go back to those three things that are really important to you and say, mm -hmm. well, you know what? The invitations aren't the most important thing for me today. I'd rather have a caterer because I really like their food. And I think the venue also. Usually after by the time they've come to us, they've already picked their venue. Yeah. And their venue really tells a lot about 
who the couple is and the style that they want to portray. Mm-hmm. And it helps us know a little bit more about them and the feel that they're looking for for their wedding. And how far in advance, especially if they're interested in full service planning, how far in advance should they be contacting you? Full service, I mean, <laughs> it should be before a year, a year out at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ideally, um, a year and a half if you don't have a venue. If you don't have your venue, right. Because that's, that's a tough tough deal in Chicago <laughs> if you want one of the popular venues. And once we have the, the, the first meeting then, so which is a year before the date, how, like, and how often are you, then will like six months go by before we talk to you again? Or, or how often are we in communication? Is there like monthly meetings, weekly meetings, quarterlies? <laughs> well, it really depends. It yeah. depends on the bride and her personality. Yeah. And it also depends on the package that they choose. Yeah. So, I mean, some of our packages, if it's just something you want us to really do day of coordination, then we meet you a few months before. We meet for your rehearsal. And then we'll see you again on the day of. We're always available over the phone, though. Mm-hmm. Any of our brides, bride or grooms, we're always available. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're doing full service, then part of what we figure out with them when we're doing their contracting is how many meetings they want. Mm-hmm. Do they want monthly? Um, do they need monthly? And if they don't need monthly, we're not going to recommend that to them because it's just an additional cost. Mm-hmm. So I think right. that's one of the other things that we feel like makes us unique is we really only want to do what you need us to. We're not going to try and offer things that don't make sense for you or that aren't that important to you, even if maybe it would help us. Right. Right. Agree. And there are some, you know, there are, there are weddings that, that you're not interested in doing, right? There are sides. If I came to you and I say, would you do a 500 guest wedding? <laughs> I mean, at- yeah, we haven't, but if it was the right, right wedding, we probably would. Um, so there's no, you say you're, 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 you know, is there, when we're getting to this idea, the thing that you're yeah. like, like when you have your niche, is there a level of guests? Is there a, anything on that that you, you know, yeah. emphasize? Honestly, I don't think there's any time that we would say, no, that wedding won't work for us. It's probably more about the feels that we get with the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to have a really good rapport back and forth because we have to understand your vision. The day of, we, we don't get to go tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, do you want this, this, and this? Yeah. We have to know exactly what you're wanting without communicating with you all day long. At the end of the day, if, you're, if the bride and groom's not happy, we didn't do our job. So if we sit down a few times and, and we don't feel that we have that connection, mm-hmm. then we're not going to take the wedding because we, we don't think that's the right fit. We want right. you to get the best service you can get. And there's only, you know, there's sometimes you don't flow. Yeah. yeah. So take us through, is, is there a wedding you can draw upon as a kind of a case study that we can kind of go through and talk about things that you learned in an introductory session and how that led to decisions being made and how that led to a really great day? Jess is perfect for that. Okay. The, the introductory. We, yeah. The moment we met this bride, we knew she was type A, detail-oriented, ducks in a row, wanted to have everything done her way, the right way, and we knew that from the moment we met her. Yeah, and we were like, we get you. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that's a tough that's 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 a tougher client, right? Because that's going to be a tough client because she's going to be possibly really critical of this of, is true. of her planner's work. Yes, she's tougher. So, do you feel the pressure when you when you have a Type A bride? No, I mean, I just think it's a it's different yeah. um, mm-hmm. because you know sometimes when you have 
a bride that doesn't quite have that specific vision of every little right. detail, um, you know, you're kind of going with the flow and using your gut a little bit. Whereas when you have someone who has that really specific, like, I want this on this table at this moment, you know, in this corner, you want to make sure you get that exactly right. And so it's just harder because you want to make sure you truly do everything that they've asked you to um, versus having a little more wiggle room to be like, oh, you know what? I think this will look better over here. Right. Um, and we are both very artistic. So I do feel like we often just kind of insert, you know, let's fix this. Let's do this. Let's do that. And so I will say with the type A bride, it makes it a little bit harder because you have to step back for a moment. Should I? Should I fix that? Right. Should I not? And so it does make you think a little bit more. But the wedding was one of our favorites. So cool. Yes. It was the most beautiful wedding. I mean, it's really probably top two that we had last year. And um, it, it couldn't have turned out better. Now, was the day a long day? Yes. <laughs> well, let's let's get back to the introductory. What was some of the you know some of the things that you learned about the couple in terms of their sense of style or their priorities? So one, they told us they already booked a venue, which was the Kuna Artist Loft, which is one of our favorite venues. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't been there before, it's it is a, it's, an, huge. it's like a giant artist loft, but mm -hmm. they have all sorts of different businesses have offices, and then they have amazing venue rooms. Um, and they were doing they had booked the the main room, which has just really cool. I mean, it's all wood and brick, and it's just absolutely beautiful. It Big has windows. Sculptures. What's it called Lacuna? Lacuna Artist Loft. That's one word, Lacuna. Yeah. Mm -hmm. L -A C-U-N-A. Mm -hmm. um, and we just really like working there, too. And then they have an, a ridiculous rooftop. And so that's where Jess and Alex were going to have their actual ceremony. And that it is. has just unbelievable views of the city. Mm -hmm. um, and so when they told us they were having it there, we instantly knew they're a little bit funky because it has a little bit of a funky vibe to it. Um, and then we learned they were taking some of their pictures at an arcade. And so like, th there was just some really cool aspects of it that yeah. we were like, okay, you really want to have some elegant touches based on what Jess was telling us, white, gold, but you want to have an overall warm, kind of funky, personal vibe. And those are kind of the things that then we get excited about because we're like, that sounds fun. Yeah. And how did you, did you then come up with, you know, did, so they, they had a venue, but they probably didn't have any other vendors. So did you, like, you created a, a series of options for them in, in all the different vendor categories? Or, you know, how did that how did that? So out? one of the first things we did with them was go through their budget because they weren't sure how much they would be spending on each thing. So they already had their venue and they had a friend that was a photographer that they kind of thought they were going to go with. Um, so then we started talking through the other things. So we kind of looked at what's your, what's your overall budget? How much is set aside for these um, they didn't have a caterer so once we looked at their overall budget and kind of gave them an idea of how much they would want to spend then we gave them some recommendations and they ended up going with one of those mm -hmm. um, who we work with all the time mm -hmm. they do great food um, so that was you know kind of one of the things that that we spent a lot of time those first couple talks with them really reviewing their budget and going through other options for vendors they didn't have yet and what was the the, the primary decor of the ceremony was it flowers or it was because the the actual venue has artwork mm -hmm. and um, installation like pieces everywhere. Mm -hmm. So really, it was primarily just the flowers and a few um, votive candles. Yeah, and the ceremony was on the roof, and so we really went simple and just had natural wood chairs, and then we had like white, um, you know, gauze tied around them, and then kind of like palms yeah paper hanging. palms that we hung there's a trellis along the edge and so we hung those so um, it was very simple but you it needed to be simple because it was you know yeah it's there's there's nothing else that you needed to really do up there it's right. pretty awesome fantastic well what was did you even help find the efficient 
No. Have you ever done friends, that? Their friends did it. Yeah. Yeah. Do people ask planners for that? That's such a an intimate decision. Is that something that you would get? We have been asked before. Yeah. We, we have a list of people that we can give. But yeah, uh, actually the last three weddings we've done. They've all been friends. They've been friends. The yeah. officiated. Like their friends officiated them. Yeah. yeah. From like the Church of Universal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From the church online. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my, I had one of my best friends married me. Yeah. Yes. My, my husband's uh, brother married us. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, what are some, you know, so just in, in general, just stepping back, you know, whether or not somebody can, you know, you, you're, you generously offer complimentary sessions for anybody who wants to test the waters. Yep. Of Le Sorelli planning, what are some you know? And and I know that uh, uh, a common answer for this, you just want to encourage people to um, to relax about it and enjoy it all. But what are some you know some maybe a little bit more another step level of, of detail kind of invite advice you would give anybody who's just beginning the process about things that they should start thinking about or, or things that you know um, things that you think small decisions that make a big impact on on the day um, I know I'm going to stump you here well I think that often people will worry about everyone else and it's your day and in the end when you look back on it you need to be extremely happy with the decisions you made yeah so you know I know lots of brides think oh I don't want to do a buffet type style wedding because there's kind of a stigma that that's not the way you should do you should do a plated wedding well we've had the most success with buffet style weddings is totally different than 10 years ago it's not the same it's a different feel you can have different mm -hmm. kinds of food mm -hmm. you can have just it, it's amazing and we've had a few brides who were reluctant to do it and then when they did it they're they were just amazed so and i think that's i think one of the big differences if you get the right caterer to do a buffet style it's not like you have your food sitting in chafing dishes for three hours. They're bringing out platters of 10 to 20 servings at a time. Mm -hmm. So it's constantly being refreshed. And other thing I get, think you get from that is it's, it takes less time. It takes less time to do a buffet dinner than it does to do a seated plated dinner um, where you have servers. And so, again, going back to what's the most important thing about your day? Do you want to spend two hours eating dinner? Do you want to spend an hour eating dinner so you can have speeches and then dance and enjoy your, your family and friends? And so often that's one of the things that we talk to them about and they're like, okay, maybe I will consider a buffet. And then they save money too. So it's your day. I yeah. guess that's what we're taking out of it. It is your day. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's for the bride and the groom and you should do what makes you happy. What will make you happy. And I think that's, I mean, what it keeps going back to is what are the things that you want to remember? What are the things that are most important? Mm -hmm. So what is in the future for Leia Sorelli events? How do you, you know, you're in doing what you're doing. It is the, the you know, where, where does it go from here? Do you, do you want to have your own storefront? Do you want to have a, uh, you know, what do you, do you have, yeah. do you think about it in terms of, I know it's, sometimes goals are hard to think of and because... Sure. Yeah. You get locked, you're so locked into... I think, um, and maybe I'll go out on a limb here, I mean dream big long term it would be great to have a venue where you have a storefront um so yes. then you know you actually have the venue and then you have in-house planners and it's all kind of a package um now that would be fun so you know check us out in five years i don't know <laughs> what so give us who are who are some of your favorite vendors that you want to uh give a shout out to that you work with a lot um so lacuna we love working at that venue obviously and mm -hmm. we worked with new leaf 
last year, and it, it was absolutely yeah. beautiful. And that's in Old Town, so it's kind of a unique location as well, and I think it's a little bit hidden. Some people don't, don't always realize it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, small. It is on the smaller side, right? So 100 or less for sure, but mm-hmm. if you're having a small, intimate wedding, there's no place like it. And there's this really cool outdoor space. Yeah, it was really amazing. Yeah. Um, I think caterers, I mean, we work with them all the time, and we, we really enjoy them. I had them at my wedding, mm-hmm. um, and one of my big important things was delicious food, Jordan's Food of Distinction. They do amazing food at a really reasonable cost, and they're really flexible, and will kind of work with you to design what you want. Great. Fantastic. Well, anything else you want to add, or any, any final thoughts? I think we can, I think we can wrap it up. Is okay. there, uh... Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, we've been talking to Nicole. We've been talking to Nicole. We've all been talking together. Nicole Robertson and Rachel Haberer of Lay Sorelli Events. They're based out of Lakeview, but they service all of Chicagoland weddings. Is there any still constraints on that? You can look them up at Lay Sorelli Events. That's L E S O R E L L E Events. One R, two L's. Ladies, thank you so much for coming over. This has been super delightful. Thank you. Thank for you. Us. We enjoyed it. And of course, you've been listening to the Chicago Green Wedding Alliance podcast. You can look us up at greenweddingalliance.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time, take care.